Hello and welcome to This Way to RL podcast. My name is Beth. This Way to RL is your roadmap, breadcrumbs, or if you prefer, red pill back to the real world. For those of you who are glued to your consoles, computers, or smartphones, join me as I talk about online gaming addiction. I thought in this first episode, I would talk about my own experience with online gaming addiction. And I want to say that I didn't really get into gaming as a thing until probably about 2006. And certainly being a child of the 80s, I was introduced to Atari and then later Zelda, Game Boys, and all of that stuff. But I don't think the actual addiction to gaming took hold until I got my first computer and started to venture into this whole internet thing. I had met somebody in 2006 via a chat room who introduced me to an MMO called Guild Wars. And for those of you who don't know the gaming lingo, MMO stands for Massive Multiplayer Online Game. And I was absolutely fascinated with this digital world that I encountered. And this young man taught me how to play the game, taught me how to create a character, taught me how to fight, because in these types of games, you engaged in combat with other players or with what's known as NPCs. And I absolutely couldn't wait to play the next day and the next day and the next day. And very quickly, I found myself on the computer all the time. And to be perfectly honest, I was on the computer all of the time prior to this. I mean, I think as soon as I started to explore the online world, the internet, by 2006, chat rooms had already been a thing for a very long time. And that was my first experience talking to people in other countries and other states all around the world. And that in itself was very alluring. So I guess when I look at when it all started for me in terms of addiction, 2006 really stands out. Because it was really from that point that I really started to live my life online. And that my presence in the real world diminished as much as it was possible. I I did have a full-time job. I did have my own apartment, so I had to be responsible for bills and taking care of myself. But every moment that I was not at work, I was on my computer. And as the years went on, I started to explore other types of gaming platforms or as I like to think of them, immersive platforms. 
because I think that encompasses the larger spectrum of what's possible to live in online. And I do say live because I, I know from my experience that no matter which platform that you spend your time in, whether it's a game, whether it's a metaverse, whether it's on your phone, whether it's in a chat room, there is this element of disconnecting from your surroundings and connecting into a different realm. So I didn't actually stop gaming officially until about the end of 2021. I had tried earlier in the summer and had relapse with online gaming stuff and realized truly how powerless I was now over that particular addiction. I, I couldn't stop. I felt like I was missing out on something. My whole identity was wrapped up in this online existence. So for me, it wasn't just about being addicted to an MMO. It was, I think, about being addicted to who I was online, who this persona was that I created, this version of myself that could exist in an online world or game that didn't exist in real life. She was something else. And as I look on it and reflect on it, it really wasn't the best version of myself. As the episodes go on, I will get into more specifics about the different platforms I was in. I won't actually name games specifically, but I will tell you the genre, and you're free to look up the genre and determine for yourself. But I guess for me, why this addiction became so devastating was because it enabled me to continue to withdraw more and more from my real life existence. And I do believe that if I had been given an option to be plugged up just like people were in the movie Matrix and not have to worry about eating or drinking and I could just permanently live in my online universe, I would have opted to do that. 100%. And I really want to pause here and reflect on the insanity of that statement. And I'm sure that there are those of you out there that feel the same way. I know this because I've met some of you in various games and other online platforms that I participated in. And there is, for sure, in the places that I traveled online, there is this sense amongst people of wanting to escape. And I know for me that was the primary draw, escaping. And for me, I would equate it to any other addiction. I would say that for me, logging into an MMO or logging into a single player 
or logging into my metaverse of choice, I was so immersed that I completely forgot about the fact that I was stuck in a small bedroom, not living my life, not moving my life forward. And the sad part was that that was okay for me. I really, I think, hit a point where I traded my real life for this online existence that to me seemed far more tolerable and pleasurable than my real life existence ever was. And the dangerous part, I think, or one of the many dangerous parts of of living your life online entirely is the fact that you will inevitably find people who will co-sign this existence with you. And I had friends that would tell me all the time that I was okay doing what I was doing because they were doing the same thing. You know, some people didn't even have jobs. They were, you know, on some sort of disability. They were, I don't know, married and not having to work. So they could spend much more time online than I could, and I was always jealous of And when I was at work or when I was with family or friends, the only thing that I was thinking about was getting back to my computer. And certainly there were days where I would call off work so I could be on my computer. And whether it was to be in a particular game or to be in a particular online platform to be with somebody there that I wanted to spend my time with. And that's a whole other addiction for a whole other podcast. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was pretty sad. And and so this this online life lasted approximately 15 years. So, you know, late 20s to late 40s. Ugh. And I do get nauseous still when I think about almost two decades worth of my life that I willingly handed over to the internet. And I say the internet, but, you know, it's just what the internet offered and continues to offer. And there continues to be more and more products put out there that offer an even more immersive experience for for people that want to be online in a particular game, or what have you. The Oculus Rift, if I'm saying that right, you know, the VR system where you literally have all of your senses minimized so you can be fully immersed into this 3D existence. And it's, it's really, I'm scared for the human race. And I think that that's why, you know, as I started to come out of my hypnosis, my, the, the sort of cocoon 
online cocoon that I had wrapped myself up in, as soon as I came out of that haze, I started to think about the larger implications of what it means to live your life online immersively with other people. And it really, and I won't say across the board, but I think it, it for me, I didn't care as much about what was going on in the real world, you know, in terms of like global perspectives. I didn't really care, you know, unless it was directly affecting me. I didn't care about nature, really. I didn't care about my relationships with other people, really. I, I was just wanting to stay in this bubble. And when you think about the implications of that on the human spirit, it, it's quite devastating. And those are the kinds of things that I want to talk about and explore in future episodes. But for now, I'm going to wrap this up. And please keep an eye out for more episodes upcoming. My plan is to upload a new episode every week for the immediate future. And I will move towards 30 minutes instead of 15. But thank you so much for your time. And I hope that this is a topic that interests you. Bye.